Hi guys, welcome back to the Lightly Salted Podcast. Happy Thursday, happy October. Fall is here and it's here in full swing. So I hope you're all giving yourself some grace as we adjust to this new season. Losing those hours of extra daylight can be challenging. So I hope you know you're not alone in that. And if you're like, I don't know what you're talking about, I'm doing great, then that's awesome. I'm happy for you. I hope this season is so great for all of you that are listening. I'm so excited to welcome Haley to the podcast today and share another episode with you to hopefully inspire you to believe in yourself and lean into what brings you happiness. Haley graduated from Western Michigan University with a Bachelor of Arts where she studied film and writing. She started her photography business, Haley Tebow Photography, in 2020. Although she studied film in college, she ultimately found her passion in photography and took that route. She captures all of life's most meaningful moments in such a bold but also delicately beautiful fashion, from graduations to engagements to weddings to growing families and everything in between. Haley is such a good choice when it comes to finding that person to photograph such important milestones. Photography is not her only passion. She loves being creative and expressive and designing something from scratch. She enjoys history, TV, and movies and will often draw from each of these areas to bring inspiration into her business. It's such an honor to have her on the podcast. So let's get into our full conversation. Hi, Haley. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. You made me sound so cool. (laughs) Well, I'm excited to be here. Because this is a mental health podcast, we love to check in with our guests right away and just see what they're grateful for in this season of life and reflect on that for a moment. So for the first question, what are you grateful for today or this week? Uh, Well, the first thing that comes to mind always is just like family, friends, health, kind of the basics I feel like everyone's super grateful for but right now in this season since I'm in the thick of taking pictures and just working on my business I'm really thankful for all the business the people who are booking with me and the people who are willing to climb through the sand dunes get the perfect shot just yeah grateful to be busy booked and busy yeah yeah do you handle like all of the scheduling like you run your schedule right yeah I do everything So it's like marketing, the business part, photography, talking to people, editing. Yeah, it's a full-time job completely. It probably never stops either. Definitely. This is like the thick of it. This is like the season for us. Just being in Michigan, most people don't want to take pictures in the winter, so we're doing it all in the summer. So we're just fitting a lot into like a few months for sure. Okay, yeah. And then it starts to like wind down a little bit in the winter. Definitely, yeah. Definitely. No one wants to, well, some people do, but a lot less people are willing to go out in the snow than to go out on the beach in August when it's really nice. So, How do you navigate like time for you in the thick of it when you're in like this busy season? Yeah, I think for me, I feel like if I can go to the gym, honestly, as small as that is, I'm like, okay, I had some time for me. 
that's enough to just kind of re like center myself and like look at myself in the mirror and like think about just me instead of thinking about everyone else and all the other things I have to do. So working out definitely helps, but there are times in the summer where I just kind of lose that too. And I'm like completely lost in the pictures. What I just tell myself, actually what I tell myself is like, I'm in photography camp right now. Like every summer, I'm like, accept this as camp. Like this is what you're going to think about for the next couple weeks, but it's temporary and it's like, yeah, just like a camp if that makes sense. You really like put your mindset there and you're like, yeah, what I got to do. I'm focused. Mm -hmm. I'm expecting it. So it's not too bad. Do you give yourself like a cap on photo shoots in a week? Yeah, uh, I really try every summer to be better because I'm such a yes person. Like, I hate saying no to people. Like, if someone wants me to take their pictures, I don't want to tell them no. Like, I want to, and I don't want to let them down, and, like, also, I don't want to give up the work. Um, So it's really easy to completely overbook myself, but I think every year I'm getting a little better because... Um, ultimately if I get too stressed out, then I'm just kind of like starting to, I don't want to say rush, but I don't want to rush through work. Like I want to have enough time dedicated for every session to put the equal amount of work into all of them. So that's how I kind of talk myself into like stepping back with the booking. I'm like, okay, if I overdo this, then not everyone is going to get my full 100%. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I guess that just kind of goes along with every year adjusting yeah Um, yeah what have been some of the biggest things like that you've learned since starting your photography business um well I should have went to business school honestly Uh, I think just like the business side of it has been the biggest struggle for me um if I could like go back I would say get QuickBooks earlier just like little things like that like learning how much to put aside for taxes um, communicating with the client, like those were all learning curves for me, not as much as like the photography side of it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, probably like the business side of the business, honestly. How did you like learn about all of that? Did you do it yourself and like read about it or? Um, a lot of it from mistakes, learning from lessons, yeah. but actually my grandma has helped me like a ton. Um, we call her Nana, but she's like really, she did like accounting for the business that she worked for and like little things on their like back end internal business. So she really helped me. Like she sat me down and she was like, this is QuickBooks. This is how you do this. This is how you do this. So honestly, if it weren't for her, I would have had to do a lot more YouTube university. Like she helped me a lot. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been like a way for us to bond kind of. Yeah. That's so cool. Like time is just so precious. And I think if you can get that time in something that's like something that your family's equally passionate about teaching, like Mm -hmm. that's such a fun thing to be able to share with you and bond over with her too. Yeah. She's definitely not like she didn't go to business school, but She was just really excited for me and wanted me to do everything right. And she's honestly a control freak, which has been really nice because she's like kind of taken control with things that I've been like, I don't know how to do this, especially like right after college. And she showed me how to do it. And if she didn't know, she's like, well, I actually watched this video and I figured this out for you. And I was like, thank you so much because I'm like so busy taking pictures. I'm like, I don't know how to do this stuff. Um, but yeah, QuickBooks, I would recommend to anyone. Like it does everything for you. It's super dummy proof and you just plug everything in and then you can do your taxes right through there. Like super convenient. Nice. 
I feel like it's a complicated program, but people say once you learn it that it... Yeah. It's, like, a little overwhelming at first, but, I mean, so is Facebook. Like, there's just so much going on internally within the app, but once you figure it out, it's really beneficial and it'll help you help you out a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about what inspired you to start your business and kind of what made you, I guess, make that decision? Yeah. I, well, I studied film in college and I took AV in high school, like audiovisual classes. So I was like, oh, I love working with the camera. Let's go into film. Went to film school. They taught me a lot about a camera and I just kind of started playing around, um, taking pictures on my own time. And so then after college, I had like an internship um, for this design agency called Maestro in Kalamazoo. And they taught me how to work with like brands. We did a lot of video stuff for brands in the Kalamazoo area. And then once the internship was up, I was nannying, just kind of doing a lot of random things. But I was nannying for this lady. Her name's Ella Redding, and she used to work in the film industry. And so she was kind of teaching me about that. And I was still wanting to go that route, but all the all the while still taking pictures. And she was actually self-employed. Um, and I was nannying at her house. She's like working in the other room. She made web websites for companies. Okay. So I got to see her be a self-employed woman, just killing it. And then when COVID hit, I stopped nannying for her. And I like after watching her do that and after working for Maestro, I just had the confidence and practice at that point to jump into doing it myself. Um, so I went the photography route, honestly, because I really wanted to be self-employed. It was like such a weird time with COVID and everything, like the job market, everything was weird. It was. So when the world yeah. started opening back up, I tried tried it out and I kept getting booked up and then just never stopped. So a lot of it was like the freedom of it. Um, obviously, I always liked working with the cameras, but yeah, it's like turned into something I didn't expect it to be. That's so. really nice. Yeah. That's it. I mean, I'm glad it went that direction for you and that like you always stayed busy and you just continued to build your company over time. I yeah. think that's like the dream. Yeah, I feel I feel really lucky. I mean, just like a constant hustle, but it's like, you know, when you when you do it in the community that you grew up into, you you do end up knowing a lot of people. Like, I'll do a wedding, and then one of the bridesmaids is engaged, and then next summer I do her wedding. So you kind of just, like, become rooted in a community, and next thing you know, the world feels so small. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I feel really lucky. I'm super grateful for it. So just keep doing it as long as it keeps working out like this. Yeah. yeah. So when you – started obviously during 2020 during the pandemic did you get started like when the pandemic was already like known about or did you kind of launch it yeah so I stopped nannying because of the pandemic like it okay. got to the point where um she didn't I didn't want to go to her house like we didn't want to be like cross-contaminating our families so I yeah. kind of just stopped nannying for her and as the world opened up a little bit more, I started booking with people again. But those COVID checks really got me through just like everyone else. So for me, it was nice to have, it was kind of like I could put some money aside with those and that gave me the stability to feel like I could jump into it more as 
things really started opening up. But yeah, like I did have a few weddings booked that summer even before I stopped nannying. And they were, I mean, they were moved. Like things did get canceled. There was yeah. like a hiatus for sure. And then it just kind of took off as things kind of started opening up again. Yeah. So cool. Did you start doing, like, during that time, did you start doing any of, like, your branding or, like, putting yourself out there on social media at all? Like, doing more of the, like, online stuff that you could do without being in a, like, one-on-one social? Definitely. Yeah. Because I was working for Ella and she was um, designing websites, she actually had me start helping her with that. So I would do, like, just, like, honestly busy work like plugging in text or like plugging in images to the websites that she was making um and that kind of inspired me to make my own and she helped me out a little bit so yeah I was like I made the website when I was just kind of chilling with everyone else in the world and then um yeah I definitely could have done more branding (laughs) pre-branding stuff and that's one thing if I could go back I would do more of Mm -hmm. but that did allow me some time to kind of get my ducks in a row and figure out how I wanted to present myself as this business that I was planning on jumping into as the world opened back up again. I love that it was kind of like a time of, I don't want to say like a time of inspiration for you, but I think that it was so easy in that time for people to scare themselves out of doing something new, especially taking on a new venture and not knowing like, what the world was going to do in three, oh, yeah. six months, mm-hmm. a year. Like we really had no idea how to yeah. navigate that. And I love hearing that you were like taking inspiration from that almost and like trying yeah. to formulate. I never thought about move. it like that. Yeah. Like that's a, that's a really inspiring thing. And even when we talked to Autumn, like that was another mm-hmm. um, guest that we brought on here too. She started her business during that time too. Mm-hmm. And I think in some way it did like kind of help us, find like our passion again a little bit like definitely kind of what like you said get your ducks in a row like figure Mm -hmm. out right with the hustle and bustle slowing down like what exactly it is that you wanted to do that you were passionate Mm -hmm. about yeah yeah it was kind of like a little pause and it like I worked remote for a year and I was like this is what's up like I need a job where I can have flexibility and do like, it gives you such a better work-life balance. Yeah, I would love to. I mean, I kind of do work from home, too, so I get it. But yeah. the, just, like, being able to, like, go and, like, make yourself a little snack, go to right. the bathroom when you want, like, be in your own space. Yeah. It is really nice. Yeah. And I love hearing, um, like, what inspired you to start your business, too, because I think everyone, like, I think there's some similarities and then some differences with why everyone chooses to start a business. And also how they navigate that like initial year, I mm-hmm. feel like is so different for everybody. Yeah. So it's I love like hearing, you know, the things that you struggled with in the beginning or the things that you would change. I think that's really helpful advice for people to consider. I mean, shoot, it's helpful Especially for us. Especially like, getting started. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. like us with the podcast, you know, one thing we haven't done yet is reach out to people to sponsor us, which... Um, we're going to do once we launch our website next week, but yeah. <laughs> like we've just been kind of rolling with it, you know? Yeah. But I think that's part of it is just rolling with it and seeing what happens and learning as you go. Oh yeah, for sure. Like it's, you can take advice from people, but the greatest lessons you'll just learn by 
messing up or forgetting, like, honestly. Yeah. So that's yeah. the case for, like, most things in life, right? Yeah. So just like anything else. It's true. You're like, how it's hungry to navigate motherhood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've read so many books, and I'm like, I'm going to yeah. do this thing my own way. Like, oh, yeah. I, it's helpful to have a little bit of knowledge, I guess, or Oh, yeah. But at the same time. Yeah. There are going to be things that I do my own way. And that's a good thing. That I is think. a good thing. Like, mm-hmm. So... Specific to photos, what is something that you wish you would have known about taking photos when you first started? I think just like making people comfortable. I didn't, I'm so much better at that now. Like working with different kinds of people, like it's just practice, like we said, like learning from mistakes. Um, I can think of a million things that I would do differently, honestly, like getting into settings and like the way that you edit. Like I could think of a million things like that, but. Just dealing with people takes practice and especially after COVID, like not being around anyone and then all of a sudden like going to these weddings and talking to all these people and like everyone's so different. Um, I don't know. I think I'm I'm like a good – I'm good at treading lightly and like saying the right things. I just like try to keep it professional. But yeah, yeah just making people comfortable and like – getting them in the flow of it and making sure they have a good experience. I think every year I get better at that. Yeah, Yeah, like making – okay, that's a good thing. Making the shoot more of an experience, like not just like you show up and take some pictures, but like I'm going to ask you about yourself. I'm going to make you like – I'm going to compliment you. I'm going to like gas you up. I'm going to try to make it fun. So you leave and you were like, that was a fun experience and you remember the experience just as much as you remember the pictures. Like I didn't think like that at all when I first got started. Yeah. So I love that you said that because it makes me think about, well, you took our photos, the photos of Nikki and I for our website. I definitely feel like you made that like an experience, like a very fun experience. And then it makes me think too about my engagement photos that I had. And that was such an experience. I have so many good memories from that. It should be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Especially working with seniors because I do a lot of senior pictures and that age, you know, like high school's hard and you're just, you're extra nervous. You're maybe a little sh- more shy, like in your own skin and everything. And it's like such a big shoe and all your friends are going to see them. And nowadays like you're going to post them and right. you want them to be perfect. So just really like building them up and like letting them know that they do look good. Like, don't overthink it. You look good. Like, I'll fix your hair. I'll fix your necklace. Just stand there. Smile. Like, let's do this. Look over there. You look great. X, Y, Z. But, yeah, just making – yeah, making it an experience for sure. I think it's probably how you capture, like, your most candid photos too. Like, if the person's not comfortable, I mean, you can see that. Yeah, Yeah, you can. And it's hard sometimes, especially with seniors, like, senior boys and stuff, like – if they, like, don't want to be there, they're, like, acting like they're, like, like I'm torturing them. Like, I'm, like, what do I say? Like, I'm not a 17-year-old boy. Like, I don't know. Like, how do I make them laugh? Like, how do I connect with them? But then when the shoot's done and they're, like, you know what? That wasn't so bad, actually. That was kind of fun. I'm, like, yes. <laughs> Even if they weren't, like, laughing in every picture and, like, you know, maybe there was a few awkward smiles. But, like, they ended up having a good time. They weren't, like... They opened up a little, like, by the end, we got a few more natural smiles, then, like, that's a success. Yeah. So, every shoot's different. When I do couples, too, I you can always tell, like, honestly, a lot of times, like, if it's a guy, girl, and, like, the guy is, like, not super comfortable, 
um, I noticed the girl will be like, oh, he's not a big picture person. They just like try to let me know right away. And I'll just stare them, look right at the guy and be like, okay, you're going to be fine. Like, this is going to be fun. You're going to kiss your fiance a couple times. You're going to spin her around. It's going to be fine. You'll survive. And then it's always, it's never as bad as they build it up in their minds to be, because probably they haven't had their pictures taken since they were senior. Yeah. Like, how often do you have to pose? You feel awkward. Like, I get it. I get it. But I feel like people think it's so cheesy to pose, but it comes out so good. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of it, it's like spinning or like dip her down or like smile each other, hold hands. Like, yeah, yeah, it's cute. You You can do this. You do this at home, I'm sure. I'm going to quick pause the episode to tell you guys about our sponsors for today's podcast. At the time we recorded this episode, we hadn't even reached out to sponsors, but things can change fast, and I want to tell you guys about the two sponsors that we're currently working with. If you tuned in last week, then you heard me talk about BetterHelp. You guys, I'm so excited to be working with a company that offers accessible mental health care. BetterHelp is an online therapy platform, and after you sign up, they ask you a series of questions so that they can match you with a professional therapist that will be a good fit. And if it isn't a good fit, that's totally okay. It happens. I had to see about four therapists before I found someone I felt comfortable with. So the great thing about BetterHelp is that you can easily switch to a new therapist at no additional cost without worrying about insurance or who's in your network. And my favorite thing about BetterHelp is that they are affordable and accessible because money and schedules should not prevent you from getting the support you deserve. So if you're interested, click on the link in the show notes below or go to betterhelp.com forward slash lightly salted. Clicking on the link helps to support our show and it also gets you 10% off your first month of BetterHelp. Our newest sponsor is Yaloha Yoga. You guys have heard us talk about yoga quite a bit on this podcast, so you can trust me when I say that I've tried a lot of yoga mats. I'm currently obsessed with the cork yoga mats from Yoloha. Unlike many other yoga mats, Yoloha's cork mats are completely natural and free of any harsh chemicals, making it a sustainable choice for you, but also the earth. The cork that makes up the mat comes from the bark of cork oak trees grown in the Mediterranean. When the cork is harvested, the trees aren't cut down. Instead, their bark is carefully stripped away by hand in a skilled trade that's passed down over generations. And no, this doesn't leave the trees harmed because over time they'll grow their bark back and in that process they suck up five times more carbon from the atmosphere. Yoloha also sells sustainable apparel, mat sprays, and props to assist you in your yoga practice. So again, if you want to support the show, head over to their website to check out all of their beautifully created items. It's yolohayoga.com forward slash the lightly salted podcast, or click the link in the show notes below. Okay, let's get back to our episode. Do you have any um, like tips for people who are maybe just starting their photography journey? on how to make people feel more comfortable? Yeah. Um, well, let me think. <laughs> I think 
I ask a lot of questions. It kind of depends on the session. For like a senior session, I ask so many questions right away. First of all, I'll acknowledge the fact that it's a little awkward. Like I'll be like, okay, I know you're probably nervous. Like we're both going to be like a little stiff and awkward in the beginning, but we're going to get loosened up. So like just completely validate that like little voice in their head that's like, oh my God, this is, I'm scared. I'm nervous. I feel awkward. Like you're stiff. Like, you know what I mean? Like everything feels awkward. So I'll just like totally acknowledge the elephant in the room and be like, listen, it feels awkward, but it won't. It won't get past this. It's always awkward at first. And then I'll ask them, like, do you have a side that you like of your face? Which seems silly. And some people look at me like, no. But some people are like, yes, this is my side. Like, I'm glad you asked that. Yeah. And then I'll say, like, okay, what kind of posing do you like? I just ask a lot of questions to make sure we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like they feel more comfortable because they're like, okay, she knows what I want. You know, or like when I do weddings and I meet with a couple the first time, I'll say like, are you guys wanting like a million pictures? Like, are you huge picture people? You want me to like pose you? You want like these like editorial type poses? Or are you like, do you want me to be more paparazzi style where I have you like do things and I'm just kind of in the back, like instead of put your arm here. Like, I don't know, just like get on the same page with them, understand what they want understand what they love and what they want to showcase about themselves or their outfits, et cetera. And then I guess just go from there, like build them up from there. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like it sounds like it's really big on like you're building the relationship with them. Like I, yeah. Kind of gaining their trust. Yeah. Yeah. This might be a weird question, but do you feel like there's questions that people who are going to get their photos taken, they're looking for a photographer. Are there questions that they should ask their photographer before like booking with them? Yeah, that's a good question. First of all, make sure the photographer is like specializes in what you want. Like we just talked about um, newborn pictures. Personally, I don't do a lot of those and I just will be straight up with people about that because there are photographers in the area that that's what they completely specialize in and they're going to give you a way better experience than someone who specializes in couples and hasn't really done a ton of newborns or really anything. So find the photographer that has the niche that you're looking for, and then ask them what they think. So what do you think about these outfits at the beach? What do you think about me wearing these earrings? Like, I don't know. It doesn't annoy me. Like, ask me. I know more than you probably. And I know what time this place is going to look good with lighting and when you should wear this dress because this location has a bunch of yellow. So maybe you don't want to wear that yellow because it will be a lot. You know, just all the little details. Like, the more pre-planning that goes into it, the better it's going to look. So communicate with the photographer what you want and ask them what they think. Because, like, honestly, they'll probably know more than you and they'll – most likely be honest yeah I feel like I totally for our wedding photos I totally gave our photographers I was like listen like you know way more about wedding photos than me and I totally gave them free reign because I was like I just want you to capture something absolutely beautiful and they did such a good job Mm -hmm. like I was like whatever (laughs) yeah I'll be really honest like Sometimes when I'm doing senior pictures, like a parent will be like, let's take one here. Look at this spot. And I will sometimes look at them and be like, hey, I'm willing, but I wouldn't choose that spot. And like the lighting isn't very good. And usually they're like, oh, no, no, no. Okay, okay, okay. Let's move on then. You know, you know more than me. I'm like, yes. Let's save this time. Let's not spend time of our session taking a picture that I already know in the back of my head is not going to look that good. 
And I'll just be honest in like a nice way, you know. Yeah. And I'll always say like, if you really want that, I'll do it. Like I always acknowledge that first because I don't want to ever just shut people down and be like, that's a dumb idea. Right. But at the same time, if it's going to look bad, I'm going to kind of in a nice way let you know. Yeah, because sometimes people don't think about the lighting. Or yeah, they just don't know. What are some of your favorite photos that you've ever taken? I really like taking dance pictures. Like, it always feels the coolest to me, like, when I get a dancer. Well, honestly, because of their talent more than mine, I think. Like, the picture's obviously good, but when I have, like, a person on point shoes, their leg is, like, all the way up to their head, and it's just, like, so impressive. Like, the picture feels so much cooler to me. But I'd say my favorite pictures I've taken are – I've taken all my uh, siblings' senior pictures. So my brother, who's 21, and then my sister, who's 20 – And then my uh, other sister who just graduated last year, like I took all of their senior pictures, which was really special. And then I just have one more sibling who's a sophomore. So I'll have one more in two years. And then I can say I took all my siblings' senior pictures. Wow. Yeah. So that's that's cool. Yeah. That's awesome that you get to do things like that, like share your talent and have those memories with them. Yeah, and they're, like, they're all framed and well, at my dad's house, they have, like, our pictures framed, and it's just cool to, like, look at them. I took, well, except for my own. Yeah. I took all of those. Like, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Well, it's cool, too, because they're probably, obviously, being a sibling of yours, like, more comfortable, so you yeah. can kind of test things. Do you feel like you have a certain, like, I guess, pose or thing that you have, like, your couples do or your seniors when you're taking pictures for them that tends to be just a good go-to that always gets a good quality yeah kind of depends on the shoot like for couples it just depends because all couples are different too like there might be a couple where they where the guy like is picking her up but then there might be a couple where they don't want to do that they want to do like you know what I mean I don't know it's just different but for seniors like since I do senior girls mostly I do like to have them like play with their hair a lot and like I really like like um like kind of like sassy poses I don't know it's different though because one senior will show up and be in like just super girly outfit and I'll have her like put her hands on her hips and like play with her hair and stuff and then maybe another senior shows up like I had a senior last week who was like a little bit more like alternative and I'm not gonna have her like hand on the hip playing with her hair like that's just not her so I had her do more like um like kneeling it's hard to explain and you know through a voice but just yeah more like chill poses that match her aesthetic so I don't know if there's like a go-to but I do get a lot of like um the really girly girls who want like like pop their toe like laughing over their shoulder like playing with their hair um, because that's kind of my style. I just like the like cutesy, girly. So probably that. But okay. yeah, it just depends. Cool. I can tell that you're very creative and very like into design. I feel like you have a very cool aesthetic. Thanks. What would you describe like your own style as? Oh gosh, yeah, that's a hard one. I feel like I. <laughs> It depends. Like, I like to be different versions of myself, right? Sometimes I like to wear, like, the street look. Like, I look like a straight-up hip-hop dancer. Like, yeah, I'm feeling cool today. And then the next day, I'm like, I want to wear a little tight dress and look like a little club girl with my friends and little person heels. Like, so I don't feel like I have, like, a complete style, but I do, like, 
I like the trendy mm-hmm. stuff. I like to stay with the trends, which you always look back on those pictures and you're just like, oh my God, why did I wear that? <laughs> but it's just fun. And um, yeah, so like one day wearing like oversized sweat outfit and the next day wearing like a blazer. I just think it's fun to mix it up. Definitely colorful. I like color a lot. That's cool. I feel like I really respect it because I'm such like a neutral, neutral tone. I like stay away from color just because I don't love how it looks on me, I guess. But I love when people can like rock a color and just like incorporate color into their wardrobe. I think it's so much fun. You can have like a signature color. Like you have such blue eyes. Like I bet you look always look good in blue. Yeah. So like that could be your go-to color. Yeah. And I feel like it changes for me with like each year. I feel like I have like a color of the year. Like this year I've been loving green, which I've always loved green because I have green eyes too. So like you can, whatever color your eyes are, like if you wear that, you're going to look good, I'm sure. But then like last year I really liked yellow. And then a couple years ago I was like obsessed with red. So I feel like it's kind of fun to like hyper focus on a color and have that be like the color of your season. And just like, then you don't get too out of your comfort zone. Yeah, it is fun. It's just fun to... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you need those neutrals too. Mm -hmm. Because I was going through a phase where I was buying like everything I bought was like a pattern or like a bright color. And then there was days where I was just like, none of this goes together. Like I need like a good white shirt, like a good pair of black jeans. You know, you need those neutrals first. So and then build from there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You can have fun with it, but you gotta have the the go-to neutrals as well for sure. How do you think like if you were to give your photography one word to describe it, what would the word be? I think bold because I do like color so much. Like photography trends are totally a thing. Like I don't know if you remember, but a few years ago, like the desaturated moody style was like super trendy. Mm-hmm. And now it's like super warm, um, kind of like those like blurry pictures, um, which I love all the trends like don't get me wrong, they're all fun, but I really try to like stick to a style that I feel like will look timeless. But at the same time, I I love colors. Like they're always going to be bold no matter what. So probably bold. Yeah, Yeah. I love that. Thanks. I feel like I nailed that because I put that in your I know, you did. (laughs) I was like, okay. Okay, so if you need inspiration for like anything in life, where how do you like replenish and find that inspiration and motivation and where do you turn well I love television like I'm obsessed with shows that's what like working from home for me because I'm editing all day it's a little bit mindless sometimes like I'm just like patching out like cleaning up gum off the pavement in this picture like it can be a little just mindless like it doesn't take you know what you're doing you're just kind of going through the motions so I always put like a show or like a podcast on and I'm like obsessed with entertainment like it's probably bad like the um what is it the dopamine like overload or whatever where you're just like always taking in stories and like you need to be entertained like and I'm totally an iPad kid um so like from shows or other creatives but Honestly, like, I am most inspired by my friends, like, my closest circle of friends. We've just been friends for a long time, and we've constantly all been pushing towards being the best versions of ourselves, like, as far as, like, cooking good food, working out, like, being clean. Like, I know it sounds dumb, like, these are little things, but through being consistent with those, you see results, you know, being, um, like, our career-focused, 
we are always building each other up. So every time I hang out with them, I feel like my cup is full and I'm kind of rejuvenated as like dramatic as that sounds, but I'm like re-inspired, like ready to get back to work and what I want to do. But because just seeing them do that, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm going to keep doing this too. We just like push each other to continue on with what we want yeah most but that's awesome yeah see I love that you're like inspired by that sense of community or by other people that you choose to surround yourself by because hearing you say that you're an iPad kid like I would have expected like oh I pull inspiration from social media or I pull pull inspiration from Pinterest or Mm -hmm. I pull a lot of inspiration from those things even stylistically like curating my wardrobe and whatever else but to hear you say that you're most inspired by like a lifestyle, I definitely. Think that's, really, that's really unique. Like that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. That sounds a little more eloquently like said than how I said it. But yeah, definitely by the lifestyle. Like seeing my friends like pushing themselves. Like one of my closest friends just did a triathlon, and she'd been training for months, and she was running like six miles a day at least, like biking like twenty miles on her day off. And then when I would go to the gym and I kind of felt like being like a piece of crap that day, like I was like, I don't want to do anything. I'd be like, oh, well, Katie's running six miles today. I think I can, I think I can run one and I think I can get through this. Like, and then it like motivated me because I was like, you know, she's out there. I can do this too. And in different ways, I feel like we do that for each other. And yeah, it's just, it's nice to see everyone grow and to just kind of want to grow alongside. That's really good support that you have. So should we do a little rapid fire? Sure. All right. Best magazine from this list. Harper's Bazaar, GQ, Vogue, or Glamour? Vogue. Definitely Vogue. I can I can't figure out how to turn off my Vogue subscription, honestly. So I just keep giving it. But um sometimes I read those for like styling inspiration or I'm sorry, posing inspiration. Cause there's like the editorial posing. That's like what I'm least familiar with and I would like to be more familiar with. So definitely Vogue for inspiration. Nice. What is your favorite movie of all time? Yeah, this is a hard one. And as a film student, like my film classmates would absolutely destroy me for this answer but I'm gonna say the wrong Missy have you seen it no oh my god it's a horrible movie honestly but it's so funny it's called the wrong Missy you have to watch it it's like a um who's in it it's like an Adam Sandler type movie but it's hilarious like it's so it has David Spade in it and it's so ridiculously stupid but it's funny it's really funny I'll look that up. You have to watch it. It's you're gonna be like, why did she? She should not have recommended this. But I've seen it so many times the last few years, and it just makes me laugh so much every time. What's your favorite show? Favorite show changes so much. I have so many. Like I'm a Game of Thrones person. Um, have you seen the marvelous Miss Maisel? Amazing. I love a timepiece. It's so good. Outlander, amazing show. A little dark. Um. Peaky Blinders. I love Peaky Blinders. So good. That was good. I could go on and on. Love shows. Slight tangent from Rapid Fire. I'm glad you brought up film because I wanted to ask you a little bit more about your experience. So what was it like to study film for anybody who's listening who might be interested? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I went to Western, so 
in hindsight, the equipment could have, it was nice. Like, it was fine. But if someone asked me, like, I want to go to film school, I'm thinking about going to Western, would you recommend it? I I don't know. Like, I had a good experience, but Mm -hmm. I think because it was still, like, a university, like, we watched a lot of movies, we learned a lot about film, film theory, um, but we didn't have, like, the craziest equipment to mess around with. So then when I went into my internship after, I was kind of like, what is that? What is that? Like, to all the nice equipment. Yeah. So that's the only thing that I would change, but... Um, taking the classes there, like, it was really fun. We watched a lot of movies. Actually, like, your homework would be, like, watch this movie and then write a five-page paper about XYZ. Yeah. Or um, writing our own scripts. Um, We had to take, like, audio production and we had to take film genre class and then, yeah, just so there's, like, different classes within to kind of break down film. Um, But it was fun. I really liked it. I think... I don't regret it at all, but obviously now I'm self-employed, so I don't really yeah. need it. But I think that I I don't think I'd be where I am if I wouldn't have taken those classes, regardless of if we had crazy equipment or not. Yeah. I feel like it is a good point to like do your research before going to school, which can be hard because you don't necessarily know that as like a 17-year-old, 18-year-old. But since we are on the topic of college and since we talked about seniors too, because you do shoot a lot of senior photography, is there something that you would go back and tell yourself around that time of like being a senior or a freshman in college? I was never like super shy, but I definitely cared what people think. And I think this is common advice, like don't care what people think, but like that is really the one thing I would go back and just kind of like slap myself and be like, seriously, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like the people around you right now aren't going to be the people around you even five years from now. And in high school, like, you know, we went to high school together. Like we went to a pretty big school. Yeah. But you still like, it feels like such a small world. And then you grow up and you really don't see a lot of those people anymore. So I wish I wouldn't have cared what they thought. I think I could have thrived a little bit more, but – when it comes to starting college, I think I wasn't too shy, but I wish I would have just been a little less shy. Mm-hmm. And I think I was, I've always been kind of bossy. I kind of like tried to hold that back and I feel like I should have embraced it a little bit more. Embrace the parts of you that help you succeed. My advice in the last year or so, like what's been on my mind the most is just like constantly be willing to grow and evolve. Like this is just a tip that I feel like I've learned in life. Like be a yes person, like be open, say yes to new things, fail, like try new things. I know this is all pretty basic advice, but never stop growing, never stop trying new things. And I feel like every year I'm, I try to take on like something new, like, oh, I've never been good at this, but I've always been interested. So let me try this. Mm -hmm. And like for me, the last few months, well, I've kind of been slacking. I've been busy, but I was like, I want to get into cake baking. Like I always see those shows, like I want to try it. And you don't have to be a pro, but it's just a new skill, Mm -hmm. you know, like constantly be open to trying new things and acquiring new skills because it's like leveling up and it just makes you a more multifaceted person and stronger, smarter, wiser, like all the above. So just be a yes person. Like I feel like that is something I'm constantly striving to be is just a person who's like, let me not overthink this proposition, but let me just kind of like take a deep breath and say, fine, like, yes, let's try it. 
and nine times out of ten, it's a good experience and you're better for it. I love all of that so much. That was a big tangent, but I think it's such good conversation and I hope that our listeners feel really inspired by it. So let's bring it back to rapid fire. If you had to make a meal, like a cook a meal, what would it be? Okay, right now I've been really into salads, like not just like a boring salad, but like loading salads up like dry, like walnuts, dried apple, feta cheese, chicken, like a bunch of stuff. But if I had to make something for people, I would probably make chili because I know I'm not going to mess that up. I'm not the best cook, but chili, I feel like anyone can make. Yeah. So that would be my go-to. Yeah, exactly. You can't really mess that up. So probably chili. If you could travel anywhere for a photo shoot, where would it be? Uh, yeah, definitely Versailles. I went there a couple, I went there in 2020 before everything went crazy. And the whole time I was just emotional thinking like the pictures you could take here, but obviously it's Versailles. So nobody really gets to take pictures there unless it's like of Beyonce or something. But if I could do any place, it would be Versailles for sure. I've never been there. Yeah, it's in um, France. I haven't done much like, traveling abroad, I feel like. No, me either. I yeah. have to, though. Japan is on my bucket list. Japan would be cool. Pretty much anywhere other than, like, I would be excited to go to, like, Utah or just, like, a totally different setting. Yeah. But Michigan's nice. Like, we have the we have the lake. We have the city here, Grand yeah, Rapids. Yeah. yeah, I feel I'm grateful for what we have, but it would be exciting to travel more. Um, okay, fill in the blank. Taylor Swift is iconic. Although I'm not a Swifty, I will be honest. I love her. Like I watched her documentary on Netflix, and I think as a person, she's great. Used to listen to her in you know middle school, high school. But right now, I don't listen to her, and I get a lot of side eyes when I say that. Just not my like music necessarily, but I think she is iconic for, yeah, for sure. sure. Do you have a favorite musician, or like are you into music? Yeah, I. Really, I'm pretty much like everything besides country, not going to lie. But I, my favorite artist would be Sabrina Claudio, and she's like an R&B artist. I really like R&B. And um, just like, I like the radio stuff too, though. It's like old throwback 90s stuff, everything. Just not a huge country girl. Are you comfortable sharing what's next for you and what dreams you have for Haley Tebow photography? Yeah. Uh, I would like, I would like to travel more like we just talked about, like the destination wedding photographers. I've always looked up to them and thought like, oh gosh, that seems really stressful. Like, how do you navigate, you know, how much it would cost to travel? How do you put that in the package? Like, I never felt ready for that. But now I'm kind of starting to feel like I could do this. I just did a wedding on Mackinac Island a couple months ago, which I know isn't that far. But technically, it's destination like they paid for you know, travel, we stayed at the resort, like it all felt so like bougie and cool. And I would love to get into more of that just to have more travel experience, like you can extend it and make it into a little trip and just see the world. So probably more of that and just like working with brands. I'm really happy with how everything's going. So I'm just gonna keep doing what I've been doing and see what happens. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, how can our listeners connect with you and schedule sessions with you if they want some photos taken? Yeah, I have a website. It's HaleyTebowPhotography.com, which it's spelled a little funny. My name is spelled a little funny. We'll so yeah, yeah, I do all the booking through my website. So really just check out my website and it's it's all pretty self-explanatory. Just booking through there. and We will definitely 
drop the link below for our listeners. And I think that's a wrap, guys. Unless there's anything else you want to say. No, this has been fun. This is like a bucket list thing for me because I'm such a podcast girly. Like, I can't wait to just listen to you guys moving forward and cringe at hearing myself. You know how you hate to hear yourself, kind of? Like, everyone says that. I'm sure you're used to it now. Yeah. Um, But I'm excited to listen to it and just, yeah, see where you guys go. Thank you so much. I can't wait. Yeah, we're launching next week. And then hopefully we'll go some great places. We've had some awesome guests. So thanks for being one of them. Of course. Thanks for having me. Thank you guys for listening to today's podcast. You can catch new episodes of the Lightly Salted podcast every Thursday. If you liked this one, please share it with a friend because it really does help with getting our show out there. Also, if you want to support us, leave us a rating and leave us a review on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We see that you guys are listening and downloading and we appreciate it so much. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the Lightly Salted Podcast. I hope you all have a great week. We love you so much. Talk to you next Thursday. Bye.